You're listening to a Head in the Clouds podcast episode, where topics are random and strange, and the host seems deranged, but it's worth your time and all kinds of sublime. Welcome back, strangers, to Head in the Clouds podcast. I'm your host, Captain Kirk, and of course, I'm joined by my co-host here, Spock. And I got a question. Actually, I got a thought for you here, Spock. Actions supposedly speak louder than words, but speaking is also an action. What do you think about that? It sounds highly illogical. <laughs> right, people. So we are back at it. Uh, new year, new us, new intro, some new uh, art for our podcast. Everything is just all shiny and new, and we be loving it. Yeah. So we uh, we be doing some new things, too. So... Stay tuned. But today we're talking about what comes after apps and what does come after apps. I, I, I have well, okay. What would you think? So, so we 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 have a point here at where you know we have an analog system of apps. I mean, we we started out on computers and we have now our phones. We're just getting to more miniature and miniature devices. Well, my thought goes immediately after this, like, you're not just going to ultimately move to a smaller device or move to a different uh, component that makes it smaller because, well, our, you know, we can't make our fingers smaller or do anything like that. Right. But uh, what we, I think we'll move to is more like augmented reality situations. So, like, oh. uh, embedding something, like, in your skin, hardware, trying to come up with, like, uh, like holographic um, presentation of it, yeah. not necessarily out in the physical world, but through like a lens that we can personally see, like oh, true. So, um, so something like a contact lens. So, I almost. mean, something either through like an ocular device or have like a panel or something like on your arm or whatever that you can type information to see information through, uh, rather than having a like tangible piece of material it, yeah. it'd be more something like on your body at all right. times right which which goes back to like our podcast on um like sort of the cyborg idea of yeah it, implementing technology into our own bodies i just feel like we're moving towards that more and more and more and more so yeah. i mean uh I, that also comes with a heap of other things that uh you'd have to look at too and be okay with like concerning privacy, concerning safety, and all of that nature. But I, if, if we work out all those bugs and get over our sense of fear of that, that would be a uh, so, uh, way we'd go. I believe in that way. That's well, that's what I believe. That's true. What, what any ideas come from you? Yeah, on yeah. That? Um, one thing that I really saw is since you know since COVID has become a huge, um, huge thing that people have thought about switching more over to virtual reality, which is something we've also talked about, but virtual reality becoming a way of shopping online, but not leaving your house, but more... Also going into like a marketplace in your... In your own home. In your own home, and like walking through like an Amazon marketplace or like a exactly. online marketplace or so, something like that. So whereas if you're searching on Amazon, it's only on the web, but going into VR, you can actually... You know, walk around the store. You can check out the products. You can pick them up. You know, 
What an interesting concept. Yeah, kinda, yeah. You'd you'd be able to experience like a three D representation of it. That's exactly. Just not it. actually be able to feel like the weight of it. All right. Of that. But and you you get a, some idea, right? You do, and you'd see like the size of it more in 3D than you would on, you know, just 2D seeing it on computer screen. See, I think that'd be really cool. Right. I think that would, I think it'd be really cool to be able to see something, be able to touch it. The, the only drawback I would say is like, you won't be able to do everything or with anything that you want to like understand if you want something or not. That's but true. it does give you more options. It does. So I think, I think that's really where we're headed right now with virtual reality. But what, uh, something else that I've found out that's going to be huge is progressive web apps. And so what progressive web apps are, they look and behave like regular apps, and they, they load quickly and take up a whole screen rather than appearing within a browser and have smooth animations. Um, can be pinned to your home screen and even have push notifications. Um, but they're built into web standards so they can work with like multiple browsers um, so basically, uh, like they're web pages, but you don't have to go on like, um, Google or Safari or they're universal. They're universal. Yeah. Huh. And they're not like apps where you have to, you know, you're on your phone and you have to click on an app and the app instantly goes, um, you know, loads up for you. It's, it's instant. You know. So it's in, so more instant gratification. Yes, exactly. Oh, That's exactly what we need. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's really crazy on what um, what these progressive web apps are, you know, sound like they're going to be coming. Um, but basically, you know, a study shows that an average app loses twenty percent of its users for every step the users first contact with the app. And the users starting to use the app, so apps are losing users, whereas these a more progressive web apps would be, I would say, gaining users by instant gratification, but also simplifying it. I mean, simplifying is, is that it. what I'm getting from yep. there as well? Is simplifying it. So they're just, they're just streamlining the process. I mean, they're not they really they're not really taking it into a new light though. They're just streamlining it. Yeah. Right? A user, you know, would be able to immediately start using it. Um, and when the user returns to the app, they will promptly, um, they don't have to upgrade or upgrade the app. Um, Does it they, just do it continuously? Yep. Okay. And they have full experience. So this will be more towards, um, more towards computers because that's what I think Google's trying to push for because they have they want the case where people are online but also ads are on or you know are on these web pages whereas people whereas Google gains money by you know pushing these web pages that people can click on so you know like Amazon when they have an ad right next to it that Amazon gains money by um, having those ads, having those ads on it, yeah. So, definitely something that Google and you know Amazon are definitely pushing towards. So, so more ad saturation is what's to come to look for. Great, Love yeah, that yeah, too. yeah. Um, the well, with what you were saying uh, about uh, having those uh, progressive apps open, then too, it, they'll take a constant internet connection though. Then as well, see, that's the thing though, is that it can work off very low, low-performance um, Wi-Fi or um, 
Why? Because do they? Is, how is that? Because they squeeze it, or like what? Are, how is that working? I I'm not entirely sure. Um, on or are how, they just promising that and hoping that nobody I think catches? They're promising on. that. <laughs> um, uh, we see how you work, people. Yeah, but this is this is you know in our near future. It's not really talked about yet, but and I don't think there's a whole lot of information about it yet because I definitely took a while to research it. So. So it, it'll just it, basically it'll just come when it comes yep. at this point. So while apps are huge right now, this this won't be around for probably another five six years. But it but it will be a part of the future most likely. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And all the other stuff we talked about is more of like in the possibility realm, right? Where this this is like definitely will come to you know our computers and stuff like that as we become more advanced, but it's that instant gratification that we enjoy. Is that, is that still going to be like analog though? I mean, you're going to still have to touch the screen or you're going to have to click a mouse or anything like that. I or? think so. But I think as we, um, you know, as we learn more about what we're capable of building, I don't think it'll be so much analog as you'll be able to, um, you know, use contact or use voice, voice animated. Well, well, I'm just wondering also because I, again, take to like what people have had, you know, cell phone, computer wise, you know, app wise, all this kind of, I think just rolls around into one a little bit is like the more, the more we go into things and the more like things get advanced, like it's consistently shown that they get tinier, be able to process a lot more and everything like that. And uh, I'm just like wondering to you. Do you do you really see like a phone getting either smaller or like people like having their screen size to see things and that's what yeah. that's why I was like saying push more to like you know the ocular implant or have like the augmented reality portion of it because then you could have it as big as you want it but it would still be only the small thing on your body right you know what I mean like uh, the Google glasses would be a good example Google of glasses that. would be but uh, I'm talking I'm talking about like a step beyond that you know where you fully where you fully encompass uh your eye to where it's, it takes full 360 field of your vision you know and you know maybe you could be walking by something and somebody pays for a code to be on that building where an app or, or a uh, ad pops out or like um your apps you know you'd be literally just touching things in air you wouldn't actually have to be touching anything like on your phone right or anything of that nature like, what do you think of that? I mean, do you think that's even possible? Do you think that's a, uh, a think, future we want to work to? Or? I think that is possible for sure. I think um, there are definitely some dangers to it, but I think it's something that we are working towards. Well, what, what kind of dangers? Tell me well, what you're thinking. Well, I think, I think you know, as we progress with this sort of technology, so, do, so does the ability to hack, you know, hackers as well as... Um, people who are looking to steal um, uh, your identification, but also um, your identity for, well, just your identity, but also information, like your bank records, stuff like that. Easier to hack into your stuff as we become, uh, our profiles are more online. 
you know. And you think, like, what are you saying, though? I mean, like, with, like, these augmented reality things or whatever, you, they'd have, like, easier way of, like, doing that? Or I, like, I would I would think so. Explain your process. I would think it'd be easier for them just because, you know, we're putting more of ourselves online. So even like you were talking about before where um, some of the big, like, Amazon and um, where they're putting out, you know, Alexa right here mm. and where she can listen in to... Oh, don't conver- ever think she's not listening. Where she can listen in to conversations I, like I, this. I challenge all of you to start talking about something, have your little Alexa or whatever in the room turn on, yeah. and then go on your Amazon shopping list in, in an hour. That shit will be on your recommended page. <laughs> right. Guaranteed. Right. So I think um, more, of our, more of our profile is online and... So, you know, you, so you're taking like the physical representation and saying that they'll be able to see like you more as like a person like your entire entity online rather right. than just seeing like your information or something yeah mostly because we already have there's already you know stuff out there that our identity is built on this profile that is already out there because of our shopping our shopping that we do online and you're just saying that there'll be more of us to give them. more of us to give yeah i, I get i guess i see what your point is saying there yeah. i mean you, you basically give them like your digital avatar. Yeah, right. exactly. And it can be, I think it'd be difficult for people who don't quite understand the whole technological side of things. Where Oh my God, have you tried talking to your grandma about how to do some oh, of these yeah, things? I, know, right? I wonder, seriously, it makes me wonder because we're, I'm not going to say we're overly technical or technically savvy in the, this podcast and everything like that, but we at least know how to run some moderately sophisticated shit I yeah. mean, through my computer, through his computer, through all the technological things that we do here for this. Just setting up this podcast. Just, just setting up this podcast. <laughs> hey, this, this is more than, you know, what most people would in, want to endure. Yeah. You know, and exactly. I'm thinking like in 50 years, am I going to feel like I'm the guy holding a phone going, oh, how does this, how work? Does this or, work? You know, uh, yeah. where's the where's the dial or whatever? You yeah. know what I mean? It like, would be your grandparents with I, an iPhone. I, 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 I seriously am like scared. I don't, I, I'm i not scared. How do you me, turn on the Wi-Fi? Well, no, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I, I wonder what that's going to be like because I'll be like, oh, I feel like I'm pretty in tune or whatever. 50, 70 years down the path with medical event, well, who fucking knows? I'm just saying, like, my grandkids are going to come to me, no, Grandpa, you're so fucking stupid. Why are you doing that? I'd be like, well, back in my day. <laughs> it's Grand- crazy. Grandpa, it's voice activated. Back in my day, we had to turn on our phones it with our finger. You, no, it knows you by your DNA. I don't know why yeah. you're talking to it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it, it literally is crazy. Yeah. I, that is something I was just asking myself the other day. I'm like, what will it be? Yeah. But. Like, yeah, I was just, uh, the other day, I was just helping out my dad with his computer because <laughs> he doesn't know how, he saves web pages to his desktop <laughs> to oh. get to them. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Uh, uh, well, that, that I mean, hey, to, to each their own. They like, can do what they want. Yep, I'm not going to that. We can't say that that's wrong. If it works, it works. If it works, it works. But there's a better way. But then he'll pound on his computer too when it's not working. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, when in doubt, hit it with a hammer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, God, cave, I wish. the caveman style. I wish if if every technological piece of equipment worked in that fashion, everybody <laughs> would be happy. Hit it harder, make it work. <laughs> Hit on it to make it work. <laughs> um, yeah, and with somebody with that mentality, it's sure good to have kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So oh God. that's a dark humor joke. Everybody. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm kidding. Calm the fuck down. So um, with apps, I wanted to talk about pros and cons of them. And so I think, you know, for pros for apps, um, apps make it able to make a brand stay prominent in the middle of consumers. So when someone installs the app, becomes part of their life. And even if they're not using it, they're going to see it on their device. So, so I think apps make it easier for um, us to, you know, consume, buy stuff as, you know, you know. Well, it's targeted. I mean, targeted. it helps it target your niches, you know. It definitely does. And then, I mean, it helps uh, with security. Yeah. Like a pro would be with helping with security. Helping with security. Uh, they you were just talking about your car and yep. how you're able to start your car and all your shit from your phone. Your app. It's just crazy. But yeah. Make sure nobody steals your phone because then they're getting your car. I too. know, right? <laughs> that's the, that's, <laughs> that's the, a that's thing. A, that's another. Well, that's a con. That's what I'm. Yeah. I'll say right there though too. I mean, um, you, you start linking all this shit, it gets dangerous. Um, they also help people stay connected, so um, it's easier to maintain a communication link with them. Mm-hmm. So, from you know, like people that are yeah, messenger, messenger, I am. Yeah. Uh, what the all the chat things or whatever? Yeah, you have games that people play together, Snapchat and stuff like that. I mean, me and me and my girlfriend, we play games through our phones sometimes, and she plays games uh, through her phone with her family members, and they stay in contact that way. Yeah, so I I see that as a great uh, way of doing that. that that's a v- for sure pro. Uh, apps are very cost effective for everyone as well. So compared to the cost of creating print and online marketing materials, an app can just help specify. Um, message reach to a target demographic for a lower cost. You know, a lot of it, you know, is a lot easier, a lot cheaper. So, mm-hmm. so, and then downloading the app is really just the easiest thing. You hit a button. You, you hit you a button hit, and you hit it, install and accept if you're willing to accept all the bullshit. Yeah. And, and I mean, it really doesn't come any easier than that. Yep. And then they load quickly too. So you have a drop screen. Well, it depends on if your phone is shit or not. Oh, uh, that's but, true. Uh, but, um, you know, from what we've been talking about, these progressive web apps will be faster. But for the moment, they're, you know, they're really quick. Um, yeah, I can't complain. Yeah. I mean, I have all my uh, I have all my computer net security and stuff through an app, which is kind of sad. But at the same time, I'm able to monitor like seven different devices through it. So I can I consider that <laughs> like a really good tool and useful tool. Right. I got DoorDash for my fat ass. So <laughs> See, DoorDash is, you know, you need some food. Oh, my God. I wish I never had found this app because <laughs> I'll be like, oh, I should really go to the grocery store. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Noodles and Company. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see that on your couch. You, just. you have no idea. It is a, it's a whole nother epidemic that came from this fucking coronavirus deal. <laughs> You're in the room by yourself. Who wants pizza? Uh, me. me. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Good. I don't even have to move. If I if they had another app that could open doors, I'd do yep. that. Yep. Bring it straight into my house. <laughs> straight into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Chew for me. Did they? I can't remember what show did that, but they did a bit where it was like that. Every everything had an app or something. It'd be like and SNL or something. I, I don't know if it was like Family Guy or something like that or Futurama. I think it was Futurama. Hmm. I can't remember, but. Every everything had an app and like everything, so that when they ate, the guy came over and helped him chew and everything. <laughs> it was nuts. <laughs> that sounds like some Family Guy shit. There's an app for that. <laughs> there's an app for that. There's, uh, there seems to be an app for everything. I, I I wonder if there's like a rule thirty four thing for like apps. You know how the rule forty or am I ever seeing there? Is it 
Yeah, I think rule, rule thirty where everything is turned sexy or something like that. Yeah. But how about everything is an app? You know, yeah. they're, they're, so for everything out there, there's got to be an app created for it, whether it's horseshit or not. Right. I'm sure that's got to be a, way, a thing. Um. So then I'd I'd say the other thing about apps is they're you know easy to use. They're well most of the time. Most of the you, time. You, I don't, don't throw a big blanket on that because there are some apps out there that are ludicrously horrible. That's true. I mean, really, really bad. Um, but like like we were saying, you know. Grubhub or DoorDash or anything like that. And yeah, then, fairly simple. And then you have like your Uber or Lyft going through. Again, fairly simple. Fairly simple. So um, just making it more um, consumer friendly. Haven't uh, had a bad ex- Uber experience yet. Knock on wood. Right. Yeah. Can't really knock on wood with this mic or it would be weird. Yeah. But <laughs> Right on the desk here. Yeah. There, there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, and then so some cons for apps are apps are... You, have to be made to work with each, you know, OS platform. So you have Android apps or iOS apps. So you have to, um, yeah, non-compatible, non-compatible. Yeah. So, so it's different for your phone, which, Mm. you know, working on, which I have an Android, Android, and then working on mine would be an Apple iPhone. So, um, so yeah, Apple can suck it, <laughs> right? And then they I got I got one that I'm just gonna throw right out right away. Yeah, yeah. Ad wall, ad walls. So many ad walls. So many. You know, I I get that's how they generate their their revenue for free apps and shit like that, but yeah. it gets so annoying. Just let me play my damn game. Yeah. Like find find the best way to do it at the beginning or the end of it and make me watch like a half hour credit thing of them i don't fucking care but stop popping up right in the middle when i'm doing shit it really <laughs> bugs me right like it, I, and another con i would say also some of them can be clunky as hell that's like, true you know they could be as free as a day is long but it, my god if they crash my phone every 5 seconds and what's the fucking point yep so uh, that's the thing they they require ongoing updates to remain relevant yeah that's too and you know? well yeah and then if it stops updating the the app dies yeah you know i mean that's when the app is truly done i mean wow. uh, if they're if they don't constantly innovate upgrade do anything to keep their hold their user attention they go bye-bye yeah which can suck because some of these apps really help and really work and they have like a shelf life of five years and then they're gone. Yeah. You know, and then you have to find something else that carries all your shit. And then if your if your product is based on that app, say like the Alexa or something like if all right. that goes out the window, that is just a big hunk of pile of shit that ain't gonna be connected to nothing no right. more. I think you can definitely see it with like businesses use certain apps for staying organized, but you know, some of these smaller businesses use some of the smaller apps, but after so many years, the app doesn't update anymore. Then mm-hmm. they don't have anything to go off of. They have to switch to something else. So Well, that's kind of what I'm worried about with my whole computer thing, too, is this, this uh, app that I have through there is kind of obscure. And I'm wondering, well, I bought all this really decent hardware to make my computer run really efficiently and securely. And I'm just wondering if all of a sudden the app goes, am I going to have that much more difficult time navigating that shit? Right. Or if the website will still be intact or something like that. I, I do a lot through that app, so it makes me worried about it when it when you, what you're talking about yeah. when it might go defunct or not. See, and then the other thing too is that apps can take up a lot of storage space as well. Very, very true. So when you're you're taking thousands of pictures every month, you know you 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 definitely um, put more 
so what am I trying to think of here? You're taking up more storage. Yeah, so you're putting more strain on it. You're putting more strain on it. You know, it takes longer to load up because you have more and more pictures. So mm-hmm. slow, it'll slow down yeah. and all that shit. So. Possibly explode your phone. No, <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> Definitely heated up. It did happen for a while back. I mean, phones were getting so overheated, they're blowing up. Right, yeah. Whether that was an app problem or not, that is not shown. I'm just saying, you know, that was a defense. I'm going to shut up now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then you, um, not only do they take up a lot of storage, but you also need to share your profits with the app store. So when you put an app out there, you know, you have to put it on the app store, but you also have to share your profits with the app oh, store. Oh, so they always be getting a cut. They always be getting a mm-hmm. cut. Yep. So it's amazing, though. I will say this: it takes only a silly, stupid app that helps, you know, everyone. One small problem that yeah. everybody has, and that motherfucker will be a millionaire by the end of the night. Yep. Like, it, it, isn't that nuts? It is crazy. I mean, seriously, that it's crazy that that can happen. Like, especially. Uh, call it like a three ninety nine app or something like that, and it catches on and it's so useful. You now have three hundred and fifty five million people in the United States, wherever. If that all catches on like wildfire or Japan or uh Australia, wherever you have tons of people, literally only like one person paying three ninety nine for each person. That's a shit ton of money, and I don't care if you. <laughs> yeah. I don't care if you have to share some of that with the place or you are going to make a butt ton of money. And yeah, it's crazy because it can make millionaires overnight. And that's happened before with certain apps. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what the Candy Crush people are doing. You know, like... <laughs> Outspending their millions. Jesus. I mean, uh, make one of the stupidest fucking games on this planet. Everybody eats it up like cake. Oh, yeah. I'm going sailing on my yacht. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing, but lo- nothing but love to the Candy Crush people. I mean, oh, yeah. that... That's all good for you guys. I'm just giving you shit, but um, so with you know our, what I'm saying, right? Oh, I do, because um, I've definitely. I Why can't we do that? I know. I mean, right? Fuck, we, we we decided to make a podcast. Why are we not developing an app? That would be great. Be like Rick and Morty. Want to develop an app? Want to develop an app? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what was his name? Jordy or something? Like, something or, like that. That's not how apps work. Take it down, crash the server, do something. That's not how. That's not how work. it works. <laughs> <laughs> so with our remaining time here, I figured we'd go over some app, or some facts about apps that um, that I found here um, that actually are pretty cool. So the most downloaded app of all time is you want to take a guess? Oh, f- what's the big one that you think everyone goes on every day? Snapchat. Facebook. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it shows the importance well, of social media. I don't really use that one anymore, to be honest. <laughs> right, but it's Pretty the most toxic. most downloaded app of all time. So Facebook is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. But, um, Snapchat, OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Does Only ha- OnlyFans have that? I have no idea. I, 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 don't I think have they have no their idea. own app. What? Not yet, yet. Right? I don't know. I, I, I could look. Let's look it up. Let me, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look. Let me see. Um, but download projections for apps in 2018 stand at 269 billion. So that's, that's around crazy. 33 apps for every person on Earth. Think about that. 33 apps for every person on Earth. That's insane. Um, that shit has an app. Does it? OnlyFans has an app. <laughs> <laughs> there's an app for that. <laughs> of course there's an app for that. 
They're like, oh, we're <laughs> we're gaining popularity. Let's make an app. Oh my god. Okay, so then I'm also getting like the the suggested apps right here. Find me a freak online dating app. Oh jeez. Find me a freak. Uh, Find me. A freak. Downloading it. <laughs> I'm gonna see what this is all about. Uh, Cougar Sugar Mama dating site. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm really lo- glad I looked that up. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> my girlfriend's not gonna skim through that later. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But there, there's an app. Apparently, for that. ladies and gentlemen, there's an app for that. Yep. And, and what did I just say about my rule 34 thing applying to apps? There's got to be one for that as well. Yeah. If I people think of it, there's got to be one. So mobile applications are um, generated over 77 billion in total revenue by the end of 2017. Oh, that's crazy. Um, which in in comparison to the total revenue in 2012, which was 18.56 billion, so it jumped from 18 to 77 billion in five years. So, That's some money. Yeah, that's right? some money. Right. Damn. So, and then the most profitable app at this time is Clash of Clans. <laughs> oh, really? It was since launched in 2012. You're kidding me. Yeah. What about? Okay, I have to ask. What about Raid Shadow Legends? Where does that stand? Oh, that's true. I didn't because I, I I watch a uh, Watch Mojo Raid Shadow Legends, and they plug that all the time on there. At least they used to. Yeah, I haven't seen it in really recent videos, but that was plugged a hardcore for a while. Almost actually, I almost I, the ad, ad the ad thing almost worked for me because I almost checked it out. Oh yeah, I almost checked it out, and I was like, eh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a mobile gamer. <laughs> the I am rich app was priced at a thousand dollars. This app's only function was that it displayed a shiny gem with a positive affirmation. <laughs> that you are rich? Yeah. Oh fuck off! <laughs> I'm not gonna pay a thousand dollars for that, even if I was rich. Right. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, apparently, if it where where, where oh, is that? Oh, this this. Uh, what? Where where was that? Was that on the list of like most downloaded apps? Because if that is one of the most downloaded, I no, will no, no, no. move to another it area. It said eight people downloaded the app before App Store pulled it down. Oh, you're kidding me! <laughs> I'm serious. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but I like this one. Over sixty. You ate. You ate. You know who you are. You're shallow as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Over sixty percent of apps in Apple's App Store have never been downloaded. Really? Yeah. Wow. 60% of I apps. wonder, okay, how obscure do those apps have to be then? Yeah. Like, I want to check those out, though. I don't care about the other 40%. I want to see the other eight or 60 that uh, aren't being downloaded. Now I want to get into some freaky shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Where's that app? <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I want to see what's out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Crazy that... Typical smartphone user unlocks their phones over 80 times a day. So that generates over 27,000 strokes or swipes per day. Wow. That's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, so just a whole bunch of facts on there for, you know, apps and where they plan on going. But I think that's going to be it for this week, strangers. So until next time, we'll see you then.